Hello. Welcome to Talking in Vain, a podcast of the Infusion Nurses Society. I'm Dawn Berendt, the Infusion Nurse Educator for the INS. Today on Talking in Vain, our guests are 2018 Gardner Foundation Scholarship recipients. We are happy to have with us Tamara Johnson, Patricia D'Angelo, and Cynthia Sumrall. Before we talk with our guests, I want to tell you about the Gardner Foundation Scholarships. The Infusion Nurses Society established the Gardner Foundation to provide scholarships for INS members who are dedicated to advancing the delivery of quality infusion therapy, enhancing the specialty through stringent standards of practice and professional ethics, and promoting research and education in the infusion specialty. The Gardner Foundation honors Cheryl Gardner, CRNI. She was a past president of the INS, recipient of the 1989 INS Outstanding Performance Award, and at the time of her death, was the president of the Infusion Nurses Certification Corporation. These scholarships recognize areas in which Cheryl Gardner excelled, infusion innovation, patient advocacy, and enhancing the image of the infusion nurse. More than $30,000 in scholarships are awarded every year. Each recipient is honored at the INS annual convention. There are six Gardner Foundation Scholarship Award categories, sharing expertise, scholarship for professional education, the Gardner Foundation INS Meeting Scholarship, the Gardner Foundation Education Scholarship, the Leslie Baranowski Scholarship for Professional Excellence, the Irita Newman Scholarship for International Nurses, and the INS Presidential Leadership Scholarship. Since we interviewed three scholarship recipients, parts of this conversation were rearranged to add more uniform feel to the podcast. I know that you will appreciate the discussion with Cynthia, Tammy, and Pat. Okay, again, we want to welcome with us today, we have Pat D'Angelo and Cindy Summerall. And I'm going to ask you, first of all, to tell us a little bit about yourself, where you work, what you do. Let's start with you, Pat. Um, I work at a community hospital, Catholic Hospital in Columbus, Ohio, and I've been there for 42 years. Started out my first part of the career with orthopedics and with infections and everything advanced into placing tick lines. And it's been a continual learning and improving process that we went from the old way of inserting IVs in the or pick lines in the antecubital area. Yeah. And when success wasn't that great, uh, sought ways to do better. And we were one of the first hospitals to do ultrasound microintroduction in the upper arm in Columbus. And uh, I found it interesting. Our little hospital was one of the first to place these, and I even helped, you know, kind of get OSU and even Cleveland Clinic. you think they would have done it first, but kind of helped get them going. So I've been doing the uh, vascular access for the past uh, 19 years, 18 years total as just being on a team. So, And I want to further that education, and that's where I'm at right now is kind of the lead uh, vascular access nurse. We're a team of five nurses right now. Wow. Pat, 42 years of of employment at your organization, 18 at years point, yeah. exclusively <laughs> as a vascular access nurse, and yes. also being 
the front runner of of a new procedure. Congratulations. I am really happy that you're here talking with us today. Cindy, let's have you go ahead and tell us who you are. Yes, ma'am. I um, I work for a home infusion pharmacy in Dallas, Texas. I have actually my entire nursing career has been in home infusion a little over 20 years. I have been anything from the nurse in the field. I've worked my way in through the office. I'm now a senior vice president of clinical operations. We're currently in four states. We have 10 pharmacies. Uh, We also operate with a specialty pharmacy, some infusion clinics. We work with physicians that um, own their infusion clinics as well. So my entire nursing career mainly has been home infusion. Um, And actually it was my first time to attend an INS meeting this year, which is amazing because I've been so um, accustomed to reading all the journals and being a part uh, from the clinical side, but never had attended a conference before. So Wonderful. It was a pleasure to attend this year, yes. So, Cindy, we are so happy to have you with us as well. You have a very esteemed practice and a wonderful track record in the, in the role of an infusion nurse um, and now as a VP. Tammy, you were an award recipient for the Gardner Foundation Scholarship as well in 2018. Do you have a minute to tell us a little bit about yourself, where you work, what you do? I sure do. Um, I am a registered nurse. I am uh, working at a level two trauma facility in the northwestern corner of the Minneapolis area. Um, We see about I want to say close to 85,000 patients a year coming through the emergency room. Um, We have 264 beds there. Um, I've had a pretty varied background, both inpatient and outpatient settings. Um, Most recently, a couple weeks ago, I went back down to the emergency room to work on the front line. Um, It's it's a, a good place to be able to mentor right at the bedside as far as the infusion piece goes. Excellent, excellent. So um, each of you are here and our guests today to talk about the Gardner Foundation Scholarship Awards. Obviously, you were each award recipients in 2018. Uh, Pat, you received the Professional Excellence Award. And Cindy, you received an INS Meeting Scholarship. So tell us, if you will, and let's let's go ahead and start with Pat on this one. What compelled you to apply for the Gardner Foundation Scholarship? Well, basically, it is, I was compelled because you know the your hospitals don't really support the education anymore by helping with payment, and it can be a little bit expensive, especially with uh, you know even lodging and everything else. So I was compelled to try to get some assistance in being able to further my career and continue with my uh, livelihood, basically. And I was true that I'm not getting any assistance from the hospital to pay for this, and it was one way to cover expenses. Plus, I like sharing what I've done, you know, and maybe encourage other people to go ahead and, you know, further their knowledge and work outside the box and to advance their careers. Excellent, excellent. Okay, and Cindy, how about you? What compelled you to apply for a foundation scholarship? Well, actually, we had an employee that attended last year and also received a scholarship 
as well. So she encouraged me first, just letting me letting me know that it existed, and encouraged me to apply as well. And you know, being a, a senior executive, you're always trying to save money <laughs> for your company. Sure. And um, so we can just be able to attend and and have reduced cost. Um, so that was really one of the main goals there. Okay. And you were then able to attend our annual conference? Yes. Okay. Okay. What did you think? It was wonderful. I really enjoyed collaborating with nurses that have the same interests as I have had my entire career. It was nice listening to all the different ideas, meeting nurses like that that's in the hospital, um, just in all the different places that we work, but we have similar experiences just listening to the um, amazing knowledge that everyone has. It was a wonderful experience. Yes, that networking is so, so valuable. Okay, so let's yes. move on to the next question. Um, when you applied for the Gardner Foundation Scholarship, was it complicated or difficult to complete? Cindy, let's start with you. Um, no, it was very easy to complete. Um, actually, it was just writing a simple essay, and since I've built an entire career on infusion nursing, I had a lot to say of why I felt like it was important and why I wanted to learn more and educate the you know the staff that I have. I'm very passionate about what I do, but it was very easy to apply. I was really amazed how easy it was, actually. Okay. Pat, how about you? Did you find um, the application challenging, or, or was it pretty easy for you as well? No, it was fairly easy to just basically explain what I do and why I wanted it and what I plan to do with it and how I plan to continue coming back to share knowledge with uh, nurses and physicians. I also teach the uh, our new resident rotation that we have in our medical intensive care and just go over which vascular access device is best for which patient and to do early intervention with them and go over different Excellent. things like, you know, don't hub the line, you know, but I, I have time that I felt like I wanted to continue being able to do that. So it wasn't really hard. It's just making sure everybody's conscious to when the deadline is, get it mailed in. And I think it's a blind evaluation. You don't really know who's filling out your essay. So it's it's sort of like uh, I just returned from our uh, professional advancement uh, program of the ladder here. And, uh, you know, we in our generation were never taught to pat ourselves on the back or to talk ourselves up. But the one thing that the Gardner Foundation Scholarship, I think, looks for is somebody patting themselves to say, yes, I've done a good job. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. it's, it, it was open and it just, just talk about yourself and just to fill it out. So, yeah, that's where I, it wasn't hard to fill out, though. It was very easy to understand and where to send it to and everything, and it was good. Excellent. So tell us, um, what compelled you to apply for a Gardner Foundation scholarship? Well, the one thing you don't win is the one thing that you don't apply for. <laughs> so I guess it's my phone. I, I'm willing to take chances and take risks and put myself out there, and, you know, all you can do is try. The worst that will happen is somebody will say no or you won't, you know, be able to partake in whatever thing, but it doesn't ever hurt to apply. Okay. And, uh, you know, 
Yeah. So you received a meeting scholarship, am I correct? Yes, I did. Okay. Okay, very good. So I'm going to move on to the next question. Pat, um, how will the Gardner Foundation Scholarship support the advancement of your nursing practice? That's kind of an interesting question in that I know that I'm going to continue teaching and sharing what I learned from going to the conference because I bring back information that I found there and all the support from everybody else. And like you guys in your other field, it sounds like we've got a good mix here of, uh, you know, Tammy being has had outpatient and uh, inpatients and uh, Cindy being in outpatient infusion, in which I, I mean outpatient home care. And we do a lot of pick lines for the home care patients. And it's it just tying the whole thing in, get, completing the circle of putting us all together. So it's gonna, it, it helps me have a broader output or a perspective, I mean, of what's going on in the world. And it, it uh, receiving it is um, it's a wonderful plus, kind of a feather in your hat, that it's, it's a great accomplishment to see that people appreciate what you've learned and how you're going to bring it back to your hospital and your facility and continue Absolutely. on with the support. Yeah. Absolutely. You should be honored. Yes. Okay. Um, Cindy, um, now I know you've already attended the conference. Um, have you been able to utilize the information that you learned there having the opportunity to attend a conference? Yes. So I think what I enjoyed the most and what I think it's going to help me in the career that I'm in is we first have to educate our nurses that are under our own umbrella, you know, within the company that we work for, making sure that we're up to date, we're following current, you know, standards of practice. But really what um, gets me really excited is sharing that information with outside home health agencies, and we work with hundreds, you know, across the states. And it's providing them, a lot of them do not even know that the Infusion Nurses Society exists, and I always just refer them directly to the INS website, get them connected to policy and procedures. We've always bought their books. But to actually get connected, be able to provide them an outsource of where to be educated, how how to be up to date, um, just sharing our knowledge, like Pat said, with everyone within our circle that we're all providing that excellent care to patients um, from the hospital to the home setting. So for me, being um, over entire division, being a leader, attending, saying, I've done this, you can do this, inspiring other people, to follow in the footsteps and attend and, and build and, and keep the society with with fresh nurses, with fresh eyes, um, keeping it active, uh, full of nurses. I think it's just good role modeling as well. So I hope to see more nurses get their CRNI, go to more conferences, get involved, um, be the difference in the patient care. So. I see it more globally for me, for my own personal. It's just knowledge, you know. That's why we're nurses. We learn new stuff all the time. It's it's fun for me. Um, and it just makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That's a great answer. <laughs> Tammy, how would you answer that question? Um, how will you use the award that you've received to advance your nursing practice? How will that make a difference in your practice? 
able to attend the Cleveland conference this year with one of our newer nurses on the IV team, which was really enlightening for her. Um, in Minneapolis, uh, there was nobody that attended, I don't believe, other than myself from my facility. And so to be able to bring a new face to the conference and open her eyes to all the the information and resources and whatnot that were out there and maybe get her thinking about, hey, let's up the bar. Let's take that certification test. I have just recently accepted a position at another facility. They use um, a different tip confirmation for their pick placements and different supplies. And so starting to branch out into other um, facilities with different policies and procedures and equipment just to broaden that base Infusion is my passion, placing these lines and being able to do that correctly from the front door of the hospital so that it's carried forth to the inpatient world and also putting the lines in so that when they do go home with that line that those patients are educated and the home care staff or whoever's working with that patient has the resources that they need to be able to to work with that line that we've placed and prevent complications to the extent that we can to make it easier for patients. Um, So we're getting down to the end of our discussion today. Pat, I'm going to have you tell us how would you encourage um, another INS member who is thinking about uh, putting in an application, what would you tell that nurse? Don't hesitate. Just do it. You never know if it's going to be accepted or not, but you need to just say who you are and what you do and and why you want it. I mean, it just is just go above and don't be afraid. Just go for it. Excellent, excellent. Um, Cindy, do you have anything to add to that? What encouragement would you give to someone who maybe hasn't applied for a scholarship before? I think it's just like Pat said is, you know, take a risk and and do do it. Just apply. Uh, be confident in yourself and what you know or or what you want to learn, and just be willing um, to fill out the application and see what happens. Um, the worst they could say is no, but they could say yes, and it could be a great thing. So it's just encouraging them first of all that it is. I think a lot of people don't even know it's there sometimes, so it's just educating that it's available to them and then encouraging them to apply. Very good. And Tammy, how, what what kind of encouragement or advice would you give? Just like the other two gals have just said, if you don't stick your neck out and you don't put your name out there, you're certainly not going to have INS knocking on your door. you got to do it. You're just as trainable and just as able to do it as anybody else. This is not any different than what I tell the nurses that I work with. You guys are smart. You're capable. You're just as trainable as everybody else. You just have to do it. Excellent. Excellent. Okay. Okay. So I will um, let our listeners know that the Gardner Foundation applications will become available again in January 2019. We do encourage everyone to apply who has interest, um, as I noted in the intro uh, for this podcast, um, that there is $30,000 that's awarded every year. So we certainly encourage you to do that. Um, What you would need to do is go on the INS website. Typically, you'll find uh, a clickable point 
in the lower right-hand corner on the um, the INS homepage um, that that takes you to the Gardner Foundation and the explanation of um, what the awards are. Cynthia, Tammy, and Pat, thank you so much for your discussion today. We appreciate that you took the time to be our guests on this podcast. This concludes this episode of Talking in Vain.